Hello you guys, it's Katie and welcome back to another episode of Crime and Crochet. This week's episode, we're going to be covering the case of Ronnie O'Neill. Now this case is a super gruesome one that happened back in 2018 in Riverview, Florida, where Ronnie O'Neill killed his girlfriend and daughter and attempted to kill his son. So with that all out there, let's just get started on this episode. So as I said, this case happened back in 2018 in Riverview, Florida, which is actually super close to where I live. So I went come down a rabbit hole on this one, finding a bunch of details for this episode, but it is a super interesting case to say the least. But before we get started, I do just want to give a little bit of a warning to you guys. This story does include topics of murder, arson, and just overall violence. So if you are sensitive to that, you would probably be better off skipping this episode. But with that, let's just get straight into it. Ronnie O'Neill III was a 29-year-old man that lived in Riverview, Florida, and his girlfriend was 33-year-old Kenyatta, also known as Kiki, and they had their 9-year-old daughter and 8-year-old son living with them. So let's just start from when the police were alerted at first. So it was 11:43 p.m. and the Hillsborough County Sheriff's office received a 911 call from an unknown woman which is now believed to be Ronnie's girlfriend. She goes by Kiki. You can hear an unknown male's voice in the background screaming Allah Akbar, which means God is the greatest. And then you can hear the female caller saying, I'm so sorry, Ronnie. You can also hear him continue to say things in the background, like she killed me and don't come outside, call 911 now, different stuff like that. And shortly after that, the 911 call ended and there was a second 911 call that happened eight minutes later. And this was Ronnie calling 911 himself, and he accused his girlfriend Kiki of having white demons that were trying to kill him, and that he had just killed her because of these demons, which is absolutely bonkers. But anyway, he gave them their home address, and of course, there's automatically deputies, ambulances, all kinds of stuff coming to their house. Deputies arrived at their home at 11.49 p.m. and that is where they found Kiki lying unconscious in the yard at the address that Ronnie had given them. Ronnie also beat his daughter with an axe which ended up killing her on that same night. This 
poor girl was only nine years old and she was also special needs, which is just absolutely heartbreaking. And he also stabbed his son, Ronnie Jr. So he was actually Ronnie the third. And this left him critically wounded, almost dying from his injuries, and he was only eight years old at the time. So Ronnie had also set the home on fire, and I'm, at least in my mind, I'm thinking that's probably to try to cover up the evidence and seem like it was an accident that the family just died in a house fire, but obviously that was not the case. Ronnie Jr., his eight-year-old son, managed to escape the home with really bad stab wounds and burns, but right before he was transported to the hospital, he was able to tell a detective, quote, my father shot my mother. And then he was immediately transported and treated for his really bad injuries. So at first, Ronnie was resisting arrest, so they ended up tasing him to get him into the police car. And once he was there, he called his girlfriend Kiki the devil and said the kids are the devil's kids. So just absolutely crazy. This man was obviously not in his right mind. So this case did happen back in 2018 and the sentencing for this case did actually happen in June of 2021. So this case was a super interesting one because Ronnie decided that he was going to represent himself instead of having an attorney very similar to what Ted Bundy did back in the day. He thought that he was just the smartest person in the room and he would be able to fool everybody. And from what it seems, it seems like Ronnie O'Neill felt the same way and that he would be able to fool people into thinking he was innocent. Obviously, that did not work out in his favor because he did end up receiving three life sentences plus 60 years. So in other words, he is not getting out at all. Now, one of the most interesting things about this trial was the fact that obviously his son came on the stand because he was a living witness. And since his father was representing himself, he had to question his own son that he had tried to kill just a couple years previous. And this kid, I think, is like 10 or 11 by this time, if my math is correct. So I can only imagine how traumatizing that was for him to have to face his father and his father be the one questioning him about the events of that night. It just seems absolutely so bad. And honestly, I feel like that shouldn't even be allowed for the victim's sake. But I guess since Ronnie 
Senior wanted to represent himself, they have to let him. Ronnie Jr. is now adopted by a great family and is hopefully going to live out the rest of his life with as little trauma as possible and just have all of his dreams come true, I hope, because I can only imagine how traumatizing this was for this poor young boy and I just couldn't imagine so I'm glad that this family did take him in and he seems to be in great hands but that is it for this story I hope you guys enjoyed and with that let's get on to the crochet pattern for this week this week's crochet pattern is the lacy day's sweater pattern and this pattern is available on Ravelry and Etsy and just for my viewers you can get a 20% off discount using the code crime and crochet as all one word and the end date for this discount code is August 31st so make sure you guys check out that pattern if you would like to use the coupon code for it. This pattern is by Warming Period The Period Heart on Instagram. So it's just warming the heart with a period after and before the word the. Hopefully that makes sense. As I always say with this you can just go to my Instagram at Crime and Crochet, and whenever this episode is up, there will be a post that correlates with this episode, and you guys can find the pattern that I talk about, as well as pictures from the crime case, my sources, all kinds of stuff like that. If you guys are interested in that, all of that is in one place for you there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Crime and Crochet. I hope you have enjoyed. If you did, the best way you can help me out is leaving a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And if you guys want to check out more information, such as the crochet pattern I shouted out in this episode, the case, my sources, and more information on the podcast, you can check out at Crime and Crochet on Instagram. And if you want some more crime and crochet related content, you can also check out the Reddit page that I started for the podcast, r slash crime and crochet. With that, I hope you guys will tune in to the next episode next Saturday of Crime and Crochet. And make sure that you are staying safe out there so you don't become one of these victims that we talk about each week. And with that, goodbye y'all.